Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Joy Over One. Let's pray. Father, you are a great God, so merciful, so loving, so kind. Father, we're so thankful that you love the world and sent your very own Son. We come today, Father, ready for what you have for us today, to be a doer of your word, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, one of the many exciting things about our great God is his excitement, his joy over one lost soul that comes to repentance and receives Jesus as Lord and Savior. Let's start today in Luke 15. We're going to read today from the Amplified Classic Bible, verse 1. Now, the tax collectors and notorious and especially wicked sinners We're all coming near to Jesus to listen to him. Folks, this is a good lesson for the end times for those of us that are Christians. We'll have worldly VIPs, news media, Hollywood stars, and professional athletes, etc. All coming around Jesus' followers with bad intentions. Two, and the Pharisees and the scribes kept muttering indignantly, complaining, saying, This man accepts and receives and welcomes preeminently wicked sinners and eats with them. My friends, these present world VIPs will continue to say bad things about us just like they did Jesus. We can't lose focus in reaching the lost for Jesus. Some of those very people coming against us will be the ones that come to Jesus and receive him as their Lord and Savior. Verse 3, so he told them a parable. For what man of you, if he has a hundred sheep and should lose one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness, desert, and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? Folks, we need to remember, if we are saved, the heart of Jesus is in us through the Holy Spirit. That heart loves all of mankind and desires to reach every person even the wicked ones, with the good news of Jesus, leaving behind the ninety-nine to find the one that is lost. Five, and when he has found it, he lays it on his own shoulders rejoicing. My friends, when one lost person repents from their wicked ways and receives Jesus, there is joy in heaven with God and the angels. We can never lose sight that there is still hope For the wicked in the world today, they can receive Jesus anytime and turn from darkness to light. 6. And when he gets home, he summons together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my sheep which was lost. Folks, this is like the rejoicing in heaven over one person saved. 7. Thus I tell you, There will be more joy in heaven over one especially wicked person who repents, changes his mind, abhorring his errors and misdeeds, and determines to enter upon a better course of life over the 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. Folks, those that are so wicked now because they follow Satan as their God, some will repent and receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Then they'll start protecting the unborn, supporting only godly marriages, etc. Not because we argued with them to change, but because they received Jesus and they got a new heart, the heart of God. 
8. Or what woman having ten silver drechmas, each one equal to a day's wages, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and look carefully and diligently until she finds it? My friends, God knows the difference between men and women. The men goes to find his lost sheep, and the woman finds something lost in the house, in this case a coin. Most of us guys would be like, don't worry about the coin, honey. You still have the other coins. (laughs) Nine. And when she found it, she summons her women, friends, and neighbors, saying, rejoice with me, for I have found the silver coin which I had lost. Ten, even so, I tell you, there is joy among and in the presence of the angels of God over one especially wicked person who repents, changes his mind for the better, heartily amending his ways with abhorrence of his past sins. Again, folks, God tells of the joys in heaven in the presence of the angels over one wicked person who repents heartily amending his ways with abhorrence for his past sins. We have to quit looking at people as they are and see them as God sees them, one decision away from a life with Jesus, turning from darkness to light. Now verse 11, and he said, There was a certain man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to the father, Father, give me the part of the property that falls to me. And he divided the estate between them. Folks, that is the flesh. Gimme, gimme. My name's Jimmy. This is one of the many signs of the end times. Many wanting the government to take care of them. Gimme, gimme. Verse 13. And not many days after that, the younger son gathered up all he had and journeyed into a distant country, and there he wasted his fortune in reckless and loose from restraint living. My friends, the youngest son took his money and spent it partying and feeding the flesh, seeking ungodly things. 14. And when he had spent all he had, a mighty famine came upon that country, and he began to fall behind and be in want. Folks, kind of reminds you of many lottery winners, doesn't it? A big sum of money falls on their lap, and then after a while, most of them are broke. 15. So he went and forced himself upon one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed hogs. 16. And he would gladly have fed on and filled his belly with the carob pods that the hogs were eating, But they could not satisfy his hunger, and nobody gave him anything better. My friends, he went from living high on the hog to feeding the hogs and wanting to eat hog food. Sometimes, folks, people have to get so far down before they'll look up to God for the true answer. 17. Then when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father have enough food and even food to spare, but I am perishing, dying here of hunger? My friends, this is the first step for people, realizing there has to be a better plan out there, and there is. It is a life with Jesus as Lord and Savior. 18. I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Just make me like one of your hired servants. Folks, just like in coming to Jesus, a heart of repentance comes first. There is no receiving Jesus without first repentance from sin. 20. So he got up and came to his own father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with pity and tenderness for him. And he ran and embraced him and kissed him fervently. 
My friends, notice the Son came with repentance towards the Father first, and then the Father came towards the Son, moved with pity and tenderness, and embraced Him. That is what God loves to do, embrace those who come to Him. 21, And the Son said to Him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in Your sight I am no longer worthy to be called Your Son. I no longer deserve to be recognized as a son of yours. But the father said to the bondservants, Bring quickly the best robe, the festive robe of honor, and put it on him, and give him a ring for his hand and sandals for his feet. And bring out that wheat fattened calf and kill it, and let us revel and feast and be happy and make merry. Folks, this is like when we repent and receive Jesus as Lord. Spiritually, we are now seated with Jesus in the heavenly places. 24, because this my son was dead and is alive again, he was lost and is found, and they began to revel and feast and make merry. But his older son was in the field, and as he returned and came near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And having called one of the servant boys to him, he began to ask what this meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed that wheat-fattened calf, because he has received him back safe and well. But the elder brother was angry with deep-seated wrath and resolved not to go in. Then his father came out and began to plead with him. But he answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you, and I have never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me so much as this, a little kid, that I might revel and feast and be happy and make merry with my friends. Going on to verse 32. But it was fitting to make merry, to revel and feast, his father said, and rejoice, for this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. My friends, this is such an important part of the story. If we are not watchful, we can be like the older son of this story towards the lost, who are out there in sexual immorality and drinking and cussing, etc. But folks, lost is lost, and sin is sin. God is looking for every lost person to repent, And when they do, they are no longer under the curse of sin, but now in the blessing cycle of God. And we should all be rejoicing for every single soul that comes to Jesus. And keep praying for the lost and doing our work in the Great Commission. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you're a loving and merciful God that you're calling us to come back to you if we're lost, Father, to repent. And, Father, you're ready to receive anyone. And we thank you for all those coming to you in this end-time harvest. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.